0: Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your Nine to Five.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chris Hookstra.
0: And I'm Brooklyn Dersum.
1: And on the podcast today, we have the CEO and co founder of McLean Ales, Curtis Schmalls, on the show today. How are you doing, Curtis?
2: Great. Thanks for having me, Chris and Brooklyn
1: anytime what what made you want to get into brewing and, and making beer
2: uh i guess for a few reasons but um i would say the main one is that uh, i enjoy uh beer myself yeah. and uh always thought it a very cool industry to get into i actually didn't think it would ever happen um, yeah. i tell the story how um everybody sits around and and says oh has that conversation about if you ever won the lottery what would you do and i remember telling friends and family a long long time ago if i ever won the lottery i would uh open up a brewery and they always used to laugh at on the lottery but i definitely uh got to open up a brewery and and i'm pretty proud of it so awesome so
0: how did you become the like ceo and co-founder and like who's your partner
2: Yeah, so uh, I have a few partners um, and uh, my partner, my one partner is Charles McLean and that's who we named the brewery after. So uh, another partner that I was speaking to, uh, Louis Zettle, I told him one time how I was interested in the beer industry and he says, oh, I know a gentleman by the name of Charles McLean who has a little... um, little nano brewery outside of Eaton. I said, Oh, okay. And he goes, I'd like to introduce you to him. I said, that'd be fantastic. So I met Charles at a, a little event and, uh, I went up to him and I just talked to him and I said, Hey Charles, uh, is there any way I could help you out? And, uh, he said, no. <laughs> and, uh, I started to chuckle. I said, well, no, I, I think you got me wrong here. I said, I, I want to help for free. I just want to learn about the industry and, and, uh, what it's all about, and he said, "Sure, so I went out there every Wednesday night after uh my uh my full-time job and and learned about the industry and when that was happening, I did that for about a year and and uh met my other partner who actually was coming uh out of the video game industry ironically, and he was looking to learn from Charles as well how to brew so he could open something up, so we kind of all. Put our heads together and said, "You know what? Why don't we join forces here and um, take this little nano brewery and uh, make a, a full-blown production brewery in Hanover." And uh, that happened. That plan started about eight, eight and a half years ago, and and uh, we've been up and running for seven years now at our current location in Hanover. So,
1: wow. That's super cool. So you guys didn't really go to like a school or anything for a brewery. You just kind of went and learned it from uh, from your buddy.
2: Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Um, mm. the, the reason, one of the main reasons why we picked who we picked in Charles McLean is he's actually one of the what do they call him. They call him one of the Godfathers of craft beer or one of the founders of craft beer in Ontario. He oh, started wow. his first brewery in, in 1985 that's still going strong. It's um, Wellington Brewery in Guelph. So he started that brewery and he was one of the uh, people that really, uh, well, he, he worked with a small group of people the, to help with legislation with the government, to make it a little easier for craft breweries to start. So we knew he, and that's why we need uh great wealth of information, someone that's been in the industry for a long time, had a little start with his, uh, he was kind of semi-retired when we met him and he had this little brewery on his, his, uh, um, farm, but, uh, we had full confidence with him behind us that, uh, we could take it to another, why we uh, chose him.
0: So I understand that you said you guys started, it was sort of started out small outside of Aiton. What made the decision to move to Hanover? Why Hanover specifically?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Um, We were actually looking at multiple locations because um, I'm from Mildmay, so Charles is from the Eaton Way, like I said, and then my other partner, Michael, who the three of us are majority owners and we're going to be working there full time. And then we had some um, investing partners as well. And, And Michael, my other partner, he lives in Eugenia. So we were trying to figure out a location that would suit best. And uh, we were looking in the Collingwood area, Markdale. We were looking all over, but our uh, one of our investors, Louis, he actually had a property in Hanover, um, where our brewery is located now. And on top of that, Hanover ended up being a phenomenal town to work with. Like the the red tape and all that, they were very, very helpful, and uh, it was pretty amazing because uh, our equipment and that comes from over came from overseas um from italy and sometimes sometimes breweries can't even get up and running could take a year could take two years because of the delays and stuff like that and we had our building built and operational within like six months which was like wow. 100 of and wow, a lot of that had to, yeah that a lot of that had to do because the town was so so uh forthcoming and so good to work with
1: that's awesome. So, obviously, you, you guys started pretty small, but it, you guys have probably grown a good amount. So, um, how many employees do you guys have currently?
2: Uh, currently, we have um, nine full-time employees mm. and uh, a couple part-time employees. Um, obviously, when we first started, it was uh, basically four of us that slowly grew. And uh, we have been up over the... Um, 12 employee mark but then obviously we've downsized a little bit just with the whole COVID situation and a lot of that is um either part-time workers or some of our sales uh staff where we've uh really condensed our areas of um where we really focus our sales
0: and so do you think having this brewery in Hanover is gonna create a lot more like job opportunities and like good things for people like what is this doing for the town
2: yeah, so it already has created jobs, and, and uh, I think we're a good employer when it comes to uh, wage and benefits and just the environment to work in. And so, yeah, so we've, we've already created jobs, um, and, we, and we've also helped stimulate the bars and restaurants in our area because we uh, have great relationships with them. So that's kind of helped out in the area but uh, we were constantly looking to grow we've almost well we have expanded almost every single year except for this past year again due to COVID. but every year we're always expanding so we're growing and yeah we'll keep employing more people for sure
1: so what are your guys future plans with the business of mclean Ales? because i know you guys have a lot of probably you probably guys got a lot of ideas and uh what you like in the, the potential of what you want the business to be so what are your guys future plans
2: yeah, so of the stuff we have in the future. We um, we've always had it uh, earmarked that we can do an expansion out the back to make the building bigger, and what that'll end up doing is just allow us to put in more tanks because we're uh, we're at capacity right now for how much beer we can brew, and if we do an expansion, then we're able to make obviously more beer because we'll be able to put in more tanks. So obviously, we're looking to expand more, and. Uh, obviously um i think it we'd like to expand in places like the grocery stores do a bit more sales there keep expanding our lcbo portfolio our beer store portfolio um and then eventually start doing more bars and restaurants in our outer regions uh in the future i think is 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 where we're going to get a lot of growth awesome awesome
0: and sorry did you what was your job before doing the brewery like did you ever did you want to be like an entrepreneur and like start a business or was it something totally different
2: uh it's always been in the back of my mind to be an entrepreneur um kind of runs in my family i have a older sister that has her own uh, bar restaurant and catering business and then i have a another sister that owns a clothing store so and my mom was always uh an entrepreneur so it has kind of ran in the family and i've always thought of Working for myself would be pretty good, um, but my previous job, where I got a lot of my experience to help in uh, in McLean's, was I was doing sales. I was doing advertising sales for a local radio station for nine years, and I did that after coming out of um, college, where I took a a two year marketing program and then a third year uh, administrative marketing program um, to to help in which actually has helped and beneficial to the, the job I have right now and the duties I have right now. Cause I do still, um, oversee a lot of the sales and marketing. Um, so it's helped out quite a bit.
1: So what are some things that you love about your job? What are some things that come up daily that you do that you're like, man, like this, like this is why I do what I do. Like what are some things you just absolutely love about your job?
2: Um, being an entrepreneur uh brings on its challenges but it also um the flexibility and freedom of your time and your schedule is definitely a bonus i have a young family of uh, two young girls so knowing that uh, i can get away for certain activities and events they have is very nice um it is very uh humbling to to know too, that um, I'm helping make other people's lives uh, better with employment and good jobs and, and things like that. So I, that's a really uh, bonus about having your own business. Um, and then I am a people person, so I like dealing with people and, and you have to a lot in this industry. And I'm always about learning. I love learning. So um, I actually sit on the Ontario Craft Brewers Association uh executive and and help uh understand and learn where the that market's going and and uh also help put my two cents in so so yeah there's there's a few things that i love about my job but um yeah i i from day one i think uh i almost race into work every day because there's always something different going in and and it's exciting it's a really exciting industry super cool
0: so, do you have now? They talked about something that something that you do that you love. What are some sort of misconceptions about with brewing brewing beer?
2: Well, I think the biggest misconception right off the bat is people think that you're this uber rich person by owning a brewery and that you're going to make so much money. <laughs> I think that's foremost uh, one of the most misconceptions, uh, and I think the other one is too. People don't realize how much beer you have to produce in a year to make things sustainable. Like it's a lot of beer, um, just to, you know, like, yeah, it's a lot of beer, a lot of volume, you have to move to make, to make things successful. So I think those are a couple big misconceptions uh, with the brewery and, and also too, I think um, there's always going to be a stigma behind alcohol and um, some of the downfalls, uh, to alcohol but there's a lot of good things to um as we uh, as most people know like then there's lots of people that enjoy beer but there's also people that don't and and that's fine as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um yeah, would you say that's one maybe one of your challenges is saying how much beer you guys have to produce? What are some other challenges that come with being a brewmaster?
2: Well, um I just to clarify, I don't do any of the brewing. Um, we have a head brewer that takes care of everything and we'll actually have three, three, three brewers and then Charles sometimes brews the odd time if need be. But um, I think some of the biggest challenge is uh, government regulations is probably one of the hardest challenges we have. There's a lot of a lot of taxation on our product, uh, um, a lot of red tape, um, it can be very constrictive. Ah, uh, you, you only have so many avenues that you can move your product through. So, uh, it wasn't even that long ago that they added grocery store, but before that, you basically had um, you had bars and restaurants, the LCBO and the beer store, and that was it. So, um, but that continues to change. They they're looking to um, put it in convenience stores in the near future. So that's kind of nice because, um, like I said, with that challenge of having not a whole lot of avenues to to move your product, the more avenues you have, the better. And actually in saying that, they just announced um, that we're allowed to sell at farmers markets now. So there's again, another avenue, which is is great. Um, And then obviously uh, it takes a lot of money to to run a business. And especially one with, um, we have a lot of product that we have to have and um, a lot of overhead with uh, big machinery and things like that. So, and to buy new machinery and and new equipment is is quite expensive. So that that can be challenging as well. Um, but again, I, I maybe think all a lot of those challenges are outweighed by a lot of the the positives of the industry and 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 the job that we have.
0: That's kind of crazy that they're explaining to farmers' markets. I never I never even thought about that. That that would be an option.
2: Yeah, so um, wineries like wine's been been able to be sold at uh, farmers markets for a few years, I think. Now, so um, we've been we when I say we again, I uh, sitting on the uh, Ontario Craft Brewers Association uh, board. We try to lobby for the rest of the the Ontario brewers, and that's one of the ones that uh, we were hoping to get through, and it and it finally did get through. So uh, they're just kind of working through a bit of the the details right now, but. I think you'll, uh, you'll you'll definitely see breweries at some farmers markets this summer.
0: That's awesome.
2: Mm.
0: Okay, and so here now we've got a question that we asked to pretty much everyone that comes on the show. I mean, you did talk a little bit about, but not not very much about like your high school experience. So, if you could go back and talk to your 16 year old self, what advice would you give them?
2: Well, one thing I uh, took out of high school it was uh, really cool. I think every kid should uh participate in the co-op program and when I say that is because um I co-oped at a a sporting store but the main reason why I did that is a because I love sports but then two um I was intrigued when I took the co-op with the the sales reps that would come in and I thought that was a pretty cool cool job so that's kind of where it led me into my college um Path with marketing, but uh, also we've now had a couple high school students do a co op placement at our school, which they've or, uh, not co op placement, sorry, at our brewery, uh, and they loved it. And actually, both of them went on to brewing school. So, um, again, co oping if uh, that would be one advice I give to um, students, if, if, if I could go back, and obviously taking school a bit more serious than I probably did Um, probably would have been something more ideal uh, but I did have a lot of fun as well
1: that's awesome
0: that Um, is good we love we love hearing people do co-ops and then finding what they want and so we can say that it's fair enough that anyone listening here youth that want to do a co-op they should look into McLean's ale
2: absolutely it's uh, in the the program apparently for um uh the brewing they well it used to just be at one school in niagara but now i think there's multiple um colleges that are offering the brewmaster's course or brewing course and and uh there's a lot more to it right like maybe maybe you take that brewing course and end up opening your own brewery and and then you get to the components of everything that i talked about when it's from sales to marketing um to production you name it right so logistics there's so much stuff that uh can be taught and and i think to uh just quickly going back on the co-op program um i think sometimes kids maybe just look at mclean's is okay if i go to mclean's to do a co-op program i'm just going to learn how to brew beer and that's it but there's lots of other criteria that i would love to help out with students that would uh be Happy to co op because they can learn about sales or marketing or finance. Um, you name it,
1: awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, uh, Kurt. We really appreciate it. Um, is there any promos or plugs you want to put in here, uh, for the youth to know or just for anybody else to know?
2: Um, not particularly. If I ever plug the brewery, it usually tends up being uh, the employees that work at the brewery, like we. We are a very solid team and nothing happens without uh, the hard work of our employees that are fantastic. And and I can't thank them enough um, for all the work they do.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on, Kurt. We really appreciate it. Um, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this because I know I didn't really know much about, you know, what goes behind, you know, running a brewery business and doing all that and um i can't i, I guess brooklyn can't really speak on this because she's not of age yet but i am the beer is delicious i love it it's awesome stuff so keep doing what you guys are doing and uh thanks again for coming on kurt i really appreciate it
2: yeah thanks again chris and brooklyn this is great uh, great endeavor you guys are doing i think it's awesome awesome thank you kurt
1: Curtis smalls everybody